This is the Good Neighbor Podcast, the place where local businesses and neighbors come together. Here's your host, Mike Sedita. Hello out there. Welcome to episode number 124 of the Good Neighbor Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Sedita, and I am joined today by Sam Shepart. He is the owner, chiropractor, head man in charge at New Leaf Chiropractic in Lutz. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Mike. Thank you for having me on. Thank you so much for being on. I'm not quite sure if you're familiar with what we do with the Good Neighbor Podcast, but essentially the Good Neighbor Podcast was developed during covid as a way for businesses like yours or philanthropic groups in the community to get their message out to residents and families and other business owners and entrepreneurs to hear some of the struggles and successes that you've had to learn from it and kind of get your name out into the community. And currently there's a a couple dozen Good Neighbor podcasts across the United States. I'm the person here in Tampa that gets to talk to guys like you. And, And with that said, tell us a little bit about your business. Yeah, so uh, I've been in practice for uh, over five years now, but um, I just opened this practice here in Lutz, just south of Lando Lakes. So we we serve Lutz, Lando Lakes, Wesley Chapel, all the way over to Odessa. Um, And uh, this has been a great experience. It's been about six months since I've been up here. The office has actually been here for about eight years. So I bought the practice from the previous owner, really, really great guy, uh, Harrison Higgins. He's over in Nashville now uh, doing a great job over there. But, you know, my goal really after working for others and I had some great clinical experiences, had great bosses, but I really wanted to do it for myself and make the calls and, you know, be able to make all those decisions that you make as a business owner. I want to be able to do that on my own. So I came down here from the panhandle. I was practicing in Fort Walton Beach for a little while, right near uh, Destin for actually a few years, had one of the best teams uh, I could ask for, met some of the best people, great community up there. But I wanted to get back to a city, and this really allowed me to do that. And Tampa has very quickly become our home. And I refer to us as my girlfriend and I. It's been so, all right, so let me ask you a couple quick questions. So uh, I, at one point in my life, lived in Atlanta. Atlanta is like the hub of Life College. I mean, did you go to school up there or did you go to school somewhere else? I did. I went to school at Life University, and then uh, I practiced there for a year after. I, I love Atlanta. Great city. So the funny thing is about Atlanta and, you know, <laughs> there's and this is not a knock on it, but there's just so many chiropractors that come out of life that there's an abundance of chiropractors. And, you know, I haven't used your service yet. I had a motorcycle accident. Chiropractors are like my friend. Um, but I have two different chiropractors in Atlanta that at one point or another were team chiropractors for some prominent franchises. And I pay more for a chiropractor here than I did there just because of the abundance and the competition in the, in the Atlanta market. Having a good chiropractor here and the, the cost, the, the patient cost is way more expensive from this end just because there's not as many good chiropractors in Atlanta. You could throw a rock and hit 10 really good chiropractors. So great business acumen on your part to, to kind of come down here. Now, are you originally from here or what's your story? How did you, you, know, you always want to just crack people's backs? How did you get into it? No. So I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, actually. Oh. Um, but I, I left Buffalo truthfully, mostly because of the weather. Mm. Uh, it's a great city, but I just can't do those, those uh, winters anymore. I'll tell you, even Atlanta, I was just having a conversation this morning with a buddy of mine, even Atlanta's too cold for me. So being in Tampa has been great. Um, but truthfully, the reason that I got into this field is I, I genuinely love people 
And uh, originally I was taking all my pre, pre-med uh, uh, classes and all those prerequisites, you know, organic chemistry, physics, <clears throat> all those the classes. Easy stuff. All the easy yeah, stuff. And, yeah, yeah. and uh, as I was going through school, I, um, I shadowed different professions, um, physical therapists. I shadowed some MDs, some PAs. And then ultimately I, I shadowed a chiropractor and I just loved the way he interacted with everybody in his community. Uh, we went out to lunch to grab a bite to eat after I shadowed him and everybody was stopping him on the street. Hey, doc, great to see you. I'm coming to see you soon. Oh, you know, I'm so happy that you saw my wife, my husband. And that's who I want to be in the community. Um, yeah. You know, I, I joke that I'm an introverted extrovert. You know, I, I need my little bit of time to, to kind of fill up, but I'm really an extrovert at heart and I love people. I love good people people. I have a saying, good people make good people. When I, when I meet people that, you know, have kids, I, I tell them, Hey, your kids are going to be good people because good people make good people. And, uh, my goal really every day is just to have positive interactions with everybody. And truthfully, this just allows me to do that. You know, it's, it's funny and you're going to think this is like a plant, but one of the chiropractors I was referencing in Atlanta at one point was the chiropractor for the Buffalo Sabres. And he's in Atlanta now. <laughs> Sounds like a great guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and the Buffalo thing, it's funny. So my ex-wife is from Rochester, from Spencerport. Uh, I'm very familiar with Lake Effect snow going yep. from Buffalo to Rochester through that whole thing. And when I moved from New Jersey to Atlanta back in 2008, I gave my ex-father-in-law my snowblower and said, here, you can use it. You can sell it for parts. You can make it into a planter. I don't care what you do with it. I am never coming back up here. I'm never going to have to use it again. And I did Atlanta for about 11 years and then moved here and exactly the same thing. I can't like yesterday I was in in, uh, Ocala and it was like 40 degrees when I got up and I'm like, oh, my God, and I'm freezing. And my buddy from New Jersey sent me a text. It said 16 degrees feels like six. And he's like, I bet you don't miss this. I'm like, I'm freezing and it's 40 degrees. Are you crazy? I'm not doing feels like six. That's not even it doesn't make sense anymore. Yeah, it's all relative. You know, we keep going further south. We're complaining about waking up into the 40s. And now Buffalo has been closed for a week because of of lake effect snow. So that that snow that they showed on Saturday before that game blew my. I mean, I've seen a lot of that stuff, but that was just intense. It was crazy. So, so, so (laughs) let me ask you this question. So, you know, you're you dragged your girlfriend to Tampa or was she like gung ho ready to go too? Oh, well, so she is originally from Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. So we met when I was in Philadelphia and uh, I was only there for a short period of time. Long story short, I'm not made for Northeast cities. Uh, you know, like well, I we said, we can all agree Philadelphia is the worst city, worst humans. It's just uh, a bad city. So anybody it, in Philadelphia watching this, I'm going on record. You're the worst. So well, I, I have some, some, some of Sam my best couldn't friends. Do it, I can't do it. That's fair. Some of my best friends are Philadelphians and I, I stay in touch. But listen, culturally, I, I can't disagree. It's a rough yeah. city. So it's a rough I city. feel much more at home being in a southern city. And uh, so long story short, with, with my girlfriend, her name's Deanna. She, uh, I, I kind of dragged her down to Fort Walton Beach was the first one. And then uh, moving here, you know, I remember visiting here to check out this office. And she turned to me and she said, so can we move tomorrow? Yeah. You know, yeah we yeah. went to Channel Side and we were down by Amelie Arena and we went to, uh, you know, Sparkman Wharf and all that. And yeah. just immediately, we it was just a no-brainer. And so, uh, you know, I like to say I kind of dragged her to Fort Walton Beach. The beaches are amazing. Don't get me wrong. Again, great community. But moving down here was just a no-brainer for us. Good for you guys. That's awesome. And what part of town, uh, your your office is in Lutz, but where part of town do you guys live? 
So we live in Seminole Heights. We actually just okay. bought a house. We're in the process of buying a house in Seminole Heights, um, which actually works out perfectly because this community up here is amazing. Uh, such a great suburb. And I, I couldn't feel more fortunate to have a have an office and a space up here to integrate into this community. And then, you know, I'm, I'm 33 years old. Uh, we don't have any kids. So we said, hey, let's let's stick in the city and there's more to do. And, yeah. um, you know, I shoot up 275 to the office. I'm here five, you know, at least five, usually six, sometimes seven days a week. So it's it's a quick 25 minute commute. Allows and it's me to kind of a reverse commute. It's a little bit of a reverse commute. That so. is exactly right. I watch all those cars waiting, going down 275 in the morning. I'd imagine most of them are going to McDill. And uh, I, I'm fortunate that I'm going reverse. Yep. So um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, chiropractic is one of those things. It, 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 it has evolved. There's been an evolution of it. And, and I'm not a doctor. I don't claim to be any of that stuff. I only know how it's evolved as a, from the patient side of it. When I first started using a chiropractor in the early 90s, it was just, you know, lay you down, crack you, kind of certain, you know, um, method to doing all that. I mean, a bunch of my friends went to life college. So I was like a guinea pig. They're like, hey, let me show you what we learned in class today. Yeah. And it does yeah. me. I'm sure you did it to people. Um, but now there's all sorts of soft tissue type releasing things and all different methodologies for how you adjust people. What's one of the myths or myth misconceptions that you run into when someone comes in to see you? Like the is it is some people still thinking, hey, it's coming in. I got to come in three times a week and get adjusted and do it. Like, what are you educating people on the most? Well, I think one of the biggest things that I hear is that it can be dangerous, right? And of course, there's any there's a risk with any procedure, any prescription, any you know. Uh, but the risks of an adjustment or manipulation are incredibly low. You know, uh, there's going to be the aches and pains sometimes afterwards, but just like with exercise, you know, you're getting the body moving, it's going to be a little sore. So uh, that's one of the biggest ones that I hear is, uh, you know, is this going to hurt? Is this dangerous? No, of course not. And, you know, I won't go into the numbers, but my malpractice insurance that I had to have as a, as a, a provider is incredibly low relative to other professions. And that right there, I always say insurance companies don't take risks. So it, for me paying, you know, pennies on the dollar for my malpractice insurance relative to other providers, that that speaks volumes to that. Um, and then and then as far. Oh, go. <laughs> no, I'm just laughing. I'm thinking heart surgeon, brain surgeon, chiropractor. Yeah, there's slight levels yeah, of malpractice. A, yeah. And, hey, bit. listen, and we trust our we trust our bodies with surgeons all day, every day, right. right? You know, so and not to say that we shouldn't, you know, they, these are some of the most trained, smartest professionals out there. I always joke. I'm about the least chiropractic chiropractor you're going to find. I come from a family of medical doctors and pharmacists. And so to get back to what you were saying about some of the other myths, one of those myths is, oh, I have to come to a chiropractor X number of times, right? And, and some of that really has to do with what are your goals, right? So if your goal is kind of just to maintain where you are, you know, I don't need to see you more than once every couple of weeks, you know, um, but if your goal is to progress just like you would with exercise, I, I'm going to see you more frequently than that. And uh, one of the one of the parts of my practice that I really take pride in is we base all of our care off of of science, right? So I do a, a type of care called chiropractic biophysics, and it's using traction and pulley machines to pull the spine into the correct position. And if you check out my Instagram and my Facebook page, there's a little uh, shameless plug there for my office. Oh, we'll um, get it in. 
Yeah. Uh, I have m- many studies that I reference, and these are things that I'm talking with my patients about all the time. Loss of curve in the neck has been associated with way more than just neck pain and headaches. I mean, we're talking things like sleep apnea and um, uh, chronic issues with low back and digestive issues. Um, and after a car crash, you mentioned uh, being involved in a motorcycle crash. Yeah. We develop instability in the cervical spine or in the neck that can become permanent. Right. So the the methods that I use in the office are to stabilize the spine, create a stronger spine so that we can, you know, live healthier lifestyles and do those things that we need and want to do. And then, uh, you know, I've adapted or adopted a lot of um, approaches from physical therapy. I do full progressive rehab in my office, strengthen those muscles that are going to hold the spine in the right position. Um, because ultimately my goal is to send my patients out better than when they came in. So that you, you touched on exactly what my biggest issue that I run into. I mean, I, when I landed, I landed on my right side. It did some stuff to my lower back. My biggest issue is the curvature in my neck uh, I don't have that that curve at the top of right. my neck. And when my head sits on my spine and people don't, I mean, this is what I learned again, not a doctor because of that lack of curve in my spine. That's not holding my, you know, my neck that way, that pressure that builds up over continuous walking and everything that I'm doing causes, you know, stuff so much further down the line and the neuroscience behind it and all that stuff, which is, it's, you know, a whole other topic, but the you know the pulley system and that all that stuff is is I, I think where with me when I was first learning about it and when I started to get introduced to like soft tissue movement the the logic just made sense because you know listen I've been seeing a chiropractor for twenty plus years and at the time it was that hey look you got to be in here three times a week we got to keep adjusting you because if we don't keep adjusting you it's just going to keep coming back and then as I got more integrated into some of the more scientific stuff like you're talking about the stretching and all that the adjustment would just last so much longer to the point where I just didn't need that constant, you know, pounding on my body. So it's great. The evolution of it is amazing. The, the, you know, again, living in Atlanta, it's so accepted in that community because there's just so many doctors around it where I'm sure if you still go to some parts of the country, people are like, not that voodoo chiropractic science. So, I mean, you get a little bit of that, but I've always thought it, I've, I've always found value in it for me with, with my ailments and, and I see it in a lot of people working. So, yeah. And there's evolution to every profession, you know, they used, to, they used to do bloodletting in medicine and prescribe, uh, and lobotomies. Know, yeah, exactly. Right. So, you know, it's one of those things that I like to evolve and I hear the expression, uh, I don't believe in chiropractic or I believe in right. chiropractic. I always joke, listen, I don't believe in much. So, uh, I base everything I do off of off of scientific literature. And actually, my best referral source, one of my number one referrals is orthopedic and spine surgeons, right. because I sit down with them, I educate them on what I do. And some of the procedures that they do surgically, I'm accomplishing that uh, from a non-surgical standpoint. And you can't do that just with an adjustment. There's so right. much more that goes into it. You know, it's funny you say that the analogy I use, some of the platform we use in our marketing, all the different things we do, one of the things is, is these print publications in these upscale communities. And I had somebody say to me, like you say, I, you know, I, I don't do chiropractic or I'm nervous about people telling me like, I used to do print and I don't do print magazines anymore. And the, the, my response is generally, look, I had bad Mexican food one time. It doesn't mean I just stop eating Mexican food altogether. I just try something that maybe fits my flavor a little bit better. So um, now that we've gotten onto food, let's talk about, you know, what do you and Deanna do for fun when you're not in the office seven days a week? What are you guys doing down in Seminole Heights or 
going out to Clearwater or going down to Davis Island? What do you guys do for fun? No, we uh, we just we love going to you know I love being outdoors at all times. And part of the reason I came down to Tampa was to do that. So uh, we love going out on Florida Ave. There's a bunch of breweries and, and things like that to hang out at. And is that uh, really an out, Sam, is that really, is breweries really an outdoor activity? I mean, right. you, they'll let you take a roadie and walk from one to the other. I get that, but that's not really what we would call typical Floridian, like not surfing and skiing or whatever it is. So your outside activity is carrying a 16-ounce IPA from Florida Avenue, two stops north. That's your outdoor now, activity? We, sh we should clarify real quick, Mike. Uh, <laughs> this has been in the last couple of years. I'm not much of a drinker. I just like the social aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, I got you. And, and part of the reason that we lived on there is there's a lot of us, right? A lot of young professionals, uh, you know, either early parenthood or before kids. So, uh, you know, uh, any chance we can get to. So, and we were spoiled. We lived on some of the, on the Emerald coast. So I went to the beach. I was 10 minutes from the beach for three years. So right. the beach to me, at least in the last six months I've been down here, it hasn't been uh, much of as much of a draw, yeah. um, but I love going down to river walk. Um, yeah. That's a great time. End up at armature works, grab a bite to eat. Um, and, uh, so really we've been taking advantage of everything that the city has to offer over the last six months. And yeah, I mean, uh, you got Jackson's down there, you got American social down there. That's yep. definitely all that same. I mean, it's not so much a couple's thing, but it's more, uh, you know, it's that nightlife of being out and hanging out and stuff. Yeah. And my nightlife ends at about eight o'clock now. I like being <laughs> in bed by nine. So, well, you know, if you're not working a full weekend shift, you can do that. I mean, but you know, the thing I'm hearing from you though, is, Besides the, the medical aspect of it, you know, you've embraced the entrepreneurship of your business goes as you go and, and you have to drive it. And that's a big part of what we like to talk about is business owners who are putting their head down, going through it. And, you know, it's everybody always says, like, I worked a corporate job for a long time and everybody in the corporate job always says, you know, someday I'm going to own my own business. I'm going to make my own hours and I'm going to do this, that and the other. And then when they get there and realize, you know, making your own hours a lot of times means 24-7 or, you know, yeah. a, a, you know, an 18-hour day. And it, it's not as glamorous and as easy. And then you don't get that steady paycheck every two weeks. It depends on how many patients you have or how, whatever you're doing. So can you tell us a little bit about, you know, you're a young guy, but, you know, in your life, has there been a hard – I mean, other than living in Buffalo, no offense. I mean, other than oh, fighting a, a – having to shovel a snowstorm – instead of snow uh, snow blowing it, what's a hardship or a challenge that you've overcome to be able to get to where you are now as a, as a business owner here in Tampa? Yeah. So, uh, you know, I, I actually, I, I grew up really fortunate, man. Um, you know, I uh, never, ne never needed anything. Um, the way my parents raised us, we, uh, you know, we, we were always had the essentials, but if we wanted something, we had to work for it. You know, I even remember getting a pair of basketball shoes in like sixth grade and my dad was furious that, that we got a brand new pair of basketball shoes because, you know, we could have just worn the other ones. So I, I, I grew up very fortunate. But uh, after college, I kind of didn't know what I wanted to do or where I wanted to go. And I really went through some difficult times uh, with mental health and depression. And that lasted for a number of years. And uh, I really had to push through it really through most of my 20s, um, 
even into my early career in chiropractic and uh, going through that and really coming out on the other side has, has made me much more, it's made me mentally stronger and made me much more empathetic for those that struggle with their mental health. Um, and I would always tell myself, Hey, you, what do you have to complain about? You know, you grew up so much better than other people and you had both parents in the household. And you know, it's, it's one of those things where, why am I feeling this way? And uh, it took me a long time to realize it because, you know, as much as we need to be our biggest fan, I, I, I was my biggest critic and uh, I didn't give myself the benefit of the doubt. And uh, really, it's only been in the last few years that I've really gotten through that and can look back at, at how uh, how much I had to overcome, not from the external world, but from the internal Internally. world. And, uh, you know, when I speak to people about their physical health, there's a big uh, uh, component of their mental health. And uh, those two go together. And exercise has always been one of those things that's gotten me through and, and given me that release to help me through those tough times. So, you know, when I when I sit down with somebody and it's been five years since they can really work out or exercise right. or do anything, you better believe there's going to be some, a mental component to of that, course. too. Of so, yeah. yeah. You know, all the injuries that I've had, shoulder injuries, back injuries, neck, everything. I've learned how to rehabilitate those. But also um, from a mental health standpoint, uh, I can empathize and sympathize with those struggling through that. You know, it, it's funny for me, the, the and it's two things you're talking about there. My mental uh, break is my physical stimulation. So the one place I go where... I don't have to be on like, so you talk about being an extrovert, introvert, all this stuff. I am literally an introvert that masquerades yeah. as an extrovert. So like okay. I can do this stuff. Sure. But when I don't have to do, I can just mentally shut down, hang out with Norman, my bulldog. I can do all that. The one place I go to get that recharging of my battery is the gym. So I'm able to, to kind of do two things at once. I'm able to feed my body the things that it needs to stay healthy as much as a 51-year-old guy can stay healthy. And then also mentally give myself the time to recharge so that I'm able to do the things that I need to do in the community and the other things I do working around here. So it is super important. And a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs that are wearing multiple hats, like, listen, I don't know the structure of your organization, but as an entrepreneur, when the buck stops with you, you all you have to be you have to be patient. You have to you have to be the patient care, uh, customer service, accounting, um, marketing, bookkeeping. I mean, there's all these different hats you have to wear. And sometimes when that stuff kind of builds up, your mental health is the last thing that you're like, you know, you just kind of it's like a, a piling on effect. So good for you for recognizing it and being able to move past it and draw from that past experience to be able to move forward, which is, which is amazing. Um, let me ask you this with your practice. If someone's listening to this, whether it's another business owner or a patient that might need your services, what is the one thing you want that listener to remember when we talk about new leaf chiropractic? It's going to be different than other chiropractic offices. There's most, most patients that come into the office are surprised when they see 
these traction devices that I use. It's just something that isn't in the majority of offices. And the type of care that I provide is just atypical within our profession. And um, I, the reason that I practice this way is I, it's the best, it gets the best results for right. patients. And at the end of the day, if I'm not doing what's best for my patients, you know, it's, it's tough to lay my head down and sleep at night comfortably, uh, regardless how exhausted I am from the day. So, uh, you know, one of the biggest things is you're going to notice a difference in the type of care. Uh, everybody, you know, everybody's going to get great customer service. I could say, Hey, you know, I'm going to, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a family atmosphere. You're going to get that everywhere. But if from a clinical aspect and a treatment aspect, you're going to get the most complete treatment that you're going to get, because not only are you getting the service of an adjustment and rehab, uh, but you're also getting a product, you're getting a new spine when you ultimately uh, leave this office. And if I want to book an appointment, if I need to come see you, what is the best point of entry? And before you give this answer, just so you know, we're going to include your Facebook, your IG. We're going to include your website. We're going to include all that when we when we produce this. But what if I'm hurting right now today listening to this podcast, how do I get in to see you? What's the best point of entry? Uh, we, you could give us a call. Um, as you said, you'll be posting that number on there. So give us a call. You'll get my voice. Uh, I am the chiropractor, the front desk, the rehab. I do it all. So, uh, you'll, you'll hear me on the first point of entry and the last point of entry as, as you're taking off each visit. Um, so giving us a call or, or I know text is easiest for most people. So those texts come directly to my phone. I have an app that allows me to, uh, to see those texts. So call or text is a great way to do it. And then you can actually book a new patient appointment right on our website. And what is the URL? Uh, we're newleafchirollc.com. So guys, if you're listening to this and your, your back is hurting you, you've been walking with a limp. Uh, you're just getting off the chair is tough. You're looking for a comprehensive wellness component to your back and spine care, neck care. Contact Sam, New Leaf Chiropractic and Wellness Center. He's located right in Lutz. The number is 813-254-2500. You can call him, text him, go to their website. We'll put all that information in the podcast. Sam, thank you so much for being a good neighbor. And thank you so much for being on the Good Neighbor Podcast. I appreciate you, Mike. Thank you. Have a great day. You too. Thanks for listening to the Good Neighbor Podcast Passcode. To nominate your favorite local businesses to be featured on the show, go to gnppasco.com. That's gnppasco.com or call 813-922-3610.